1: Welcome to Jurassic World Minute, where we visit Jurassic World one minute time. 10am departure for Costa Rica, will be boarding 20 minutes. Last chance to catch the monorail to the ferry Terminal. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And on this episode we'll be discussing Minute 11 of Jurassic World. Before that, David, going over to Jurassic-pedia.com. Um, we've seen Zara in the background here for a couple of minutes, and I think it's about time we got to her uh, write-up on Pedia. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think this minute's the first time we actually get some get. We get Claire actually name her as Zara. Um, I don't Mm -hmm. think we have her name throughout the uh, the early parts of the film, at least anyway. But obviously Mm -hmm. she is an assistant assistant to Claire.
0: Yeah, I remember the earlier script pages that were leaked. She was kind of referred only as the concierge, and those lines kind of just got transferred. I guess she became Zara Mm -hmm. in the final film.
1: Yeah, and we mentioned last minute too about the sort of drop sub subplot about um, getting her upcoming wedding organised, which is why she's Mm. on the phone a lot of the time. We get that later on at the uh, the petting zoo, which uh, gives the boys a chance to escape there. But um, also, oddly, she's uh, um, uh, organising the boyfriend's bachelor party too or supposed to be so uh, maybe a little bit of a control freak but we're not really seeing that here with uh, with the boys
0: mm-hmm. um, yeah it's kind of interesting because i mean the first i mean like i was talking like i mentioned the script page that we got that was leaked she's basically we could a bit of dialogue um more than what we get or more than what we get when they first get off that um get off the monorail, is where the concierge uh, tells, is basically your aunt says, uh, she says, your aunt arranged to meet you at 1 o'clock. And Zach says, greet us. What is she, the president? And the concierge says, she's very busy. When was the last time you saw her? Zach says, I don't know, I was a kid. So that dialogue kind of got moved to this scene. And then, where, then all we get left of that dialogue is where the concierge says, could he slow down? And Zach says, he doesn't slow down.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And we're going to get to her demise <laughs> later on in the film. I, mm-hmm. it, it's, um, it's sort of, I, even gonna... even coming once the film was released. That I remember seeing a lot of people sort of oh she got what she deserved. Always on the phone in the background, but I'm pretty sure oh. even here in this, this next minute when she's on the phone, like mm-hmm. if, if Claire didn't want her on the phone, I knew she wasn't organising a mm-hmm. wedding. I, I'm pretty sure she would have put a foot down and said, "Hey, leave yeah. that at home." <laughs>
0: Because mm-hmm. in the, in here, she's not so much the concierge as she is more or less clear as an assist, personal assistant, you know, as it says here in the article. And even in the article photo itself, you can actually see the, that she is, like it said in the um, novelization, she's holding the pin or the uh, iPad here. Yep.
1: yep.
0: Uh, with uh, Zach's name, Zach and Gray's name on it.
1: Hmm. Yeah, and it's sort of, we only see her looking after the boys, which I suppose, um, being her assistant, the boys would be the top priority of Claire um, Mm -hmm. and probably wouldn't be assigning her any any work in the meantime. Um, And again, too, probably none in full well that she's trying to organise a wedding from a remote location. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah.
0: But we do get kind of... um... Off remarks. I mean, like offside remarks with um, uh, Zara about her planning her wedding. Like, you do, do hear him saying, her saying to her friend when she's on the phone, "I don't care if he is doing a bachelor party." She mentioned something about a bachelor party at the petting zoo scene. Yeah, and then she mentioned some other things about a wedding and stuff like that throughout the movie. So it's not completely cut, but we don't get a on-the-nose mention of it.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting going forward into the uh, novelization to see what's what's still in there, if, if any of that was taken from the original script or or if they just make up some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there, that's Zara Young. Um, check out that and uh, some of the other characters on Jurassic-PD.com.
0: So, I see you already got your wristbands and this is for food. And Zara here is going to take great care of you until I'm done working tonight, okay? You're not coming with us? Oh, I... I really wish that I could, but um, tomorrow I can take you into the control room, show you behind the scenes and all of that. That's, that's, that's going to be cool, right?
1: David, ready to get into Minute 11? Yeah. As we enter Minute 10 of Jurassic World, the boys had finally met Aunt Claire. And although Grey was kind to give her a hug, Claire seemed a little bit overwhelmed. As we go Minute 11, Claire looks at Zach goes, whoa, Zach, last time I seen you, you'll, like, and holds a hand out, gesturing, he was a small boy last time they'd met. She guesses it must have been three or four years ago, but Zach corrects her, seven, seven years, but, you know, close. At the 11 second mark, she changes the subject, and notices the boys have both got their wristbands on. She hands Gray an envelope for food, whether it's cash or food tokens, we don't know. At the twenty-second mark, the boys realise that Aunt Claire's not going to be with them for the day and are disappointed. But Claire has a surprise up her sleeve, a tour of the control room. That's cool, right? At the thirty-second mark, she gets a beep from her phone and realises that she needs to be somewhere else and starts paddling away from the boys. She organises to meet them at six, but Zara reminds her that she's got something else on. Then she suggests eight and asks, Are you going to be in bed by then? Or do you go to sleep at separate times? At the 50-second mark, her phone beeps again, giving her the hurry up to end the conversation. She says, have fun, and tell Zara to take good care of him. And as the minute ends, she smiles, holds the phone up to her ear, and walks away from the boys. As we left off from the last minute, after Grey uh, hugs Claire, she says how sweet. But then looks at Zach and says Whoa, Zach last time I've seen you you're like and starts using a hand as the uh, the sliding scale of height um and that must have been three or four years ago and Zach replies quickly seven seven years but close <laughs> being a bit of a dick uh, and i I'm glad in the uh, novel we'll get to later that she does acknowledge he's a bit of a snark there but
0: I do think it's interesting because as I mentioned um back during when we did the her introduction scene about The hair and it's interesting because you can see even from the last scene time scene we saw which was what probably in universe 20 minutes ago yeah yep her hair is already starting to frizz and it's like that slow slow breakdown of order in going on with the hair
1: Mm, it's really obvious when uh, we get the side shot uh having statue in the background when she's doing the height thing Mm-hmm. The pal parasol office hologram in the background that sort of lights pointing straight down on the head, and you can you can see how frizzy frizzy it is, yeah. or even yeah yeah even there it's really frizzy. Yeah, <laughs> i never even noticed that. Yeah.
0: And it and it just gets worse and worse as the day goes on until we get to the end scene and it's just completely wild.
1: Mm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, we'll keep, we'll keep on doing the. uh the hit checking with her hair as we as we go through, the um, <laughs> scenes. Then, but it's sort of. It, I
0: was gonna uh, say it almost kind of reminds me of like an Ian Malcolm quote about how small things snowball into huge messes. You know.
1: Yeah. Yep. I can definitely see that. <laughs> she might need to change her hair product. Um, <laughs> but the I guess
0: it's chaos.
1: <laughs> well, we. We get that in a couple of minutes' time with the, the helipad up, the helicopter. The helicopter hasn't shut down. She walks in, and all of a sudden, her hair's prim and terrific in the back of the helicopter again for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll get to that. It, it does sort of make me. She's very awkward here after um, after Zach's dick remark, and it sort of it makes me wonder how um, we're getting where she is now, if she hasn't been able to take a challenge, or if it's just because of the fact that there's a family and uh, it's not business. But uh, she quickly changes the subject. Uh, so I see you already have your wristbands and this is for food. And she hands an envelope to Grey, which um, an obvious little callback to the, uh, the to the airport where mum gives Grey tickets and says, hey, let's give these to Zach. <laughs> give them to your brother. We're here. She just gives uh, the meal tickets, the money or whatever um, mm-hmm. currency here for food. Gives it to Grey. And that's now when she uh, introduces Zara. She says, and Zara here will take good care of you until tonight, okay? And of course, Zara's on the phone. <laughs> and um, it's sort of weird here. You can almost expect it to blow a bubble from bubblegum or something like just out of it, paying more attention to what's <laughs> happening on the phone and what's what's going on here. But, um, Grace sort of looks sad here and sort of you're not coming with us, and Claire backpedals a bit and says she really wishes she could, but tomorrow I can take you into the control room, see how behind the scenes and all that works. That's kind of cool, right? Um, no, she has no idea. I don't think these kids are here to uh, sit in the control room. They want to get out and see the animals.
0: Yeah, I mean... And plus, I mean, like, like her sister says, you just dump your nephews off on your assistant? Like, seriously?
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. And sort of even as we see more going forward her doing the rounds like going to the control room and just doing the the, the count and all that sort of stuff of how many people are there and all mm-hmm. pretty mundane um seemingly very routine stuff that she does day in day out and it's only really that um the fact is coming that could probably pull her away from the boys um mm-hmm. but yeah we'll, we'll get to that in a couple of minutes time um the sort of awkwardness is broken up by Claire's phone ringing, and uh, she starts back, backing away from them saying that she'll see him at six. And that's when um, the Parasol is in the background, <laughs> just chewing its cud beside her as well. Or <laughs> that dopey look, or that dopey cow look on the uh, the animal. But Zara speaks up, correcting her, not for, for, uh, fulfilling the sentence, but um, Claire sort of knows what she's talking about and says, oh, "I'll see you at eight. Um, so some prior arrangement there at six that she wasn't going to be able to meet mm-hmm. and then she said what time do you go to sleep or do you sleep at different times or <laughs> I
0: mean, she knows like nothing about her own nephews but she's I think the per- it's purpose because you're meant to feel sorry for them you know? I mean you're meant to feel like well oh, this, this person's not very nice right now you know
1: well I guess just kids in general just not knowing if, if two children or a child and a teenager go to bed at the same time Mm -hmm. or anything like that she obviously doesn't um, check out any of the stuff happening over at the Hilton (laughs) there's no um, there must be any statistics on when people go to bed check in for the night or anything like that she writes down Um, but yeah Zach and Gray just stare at each other (laughs) uh, and I'm sure everyone's got a a relative an aunt an uncle or someone like that that just they um they never had kids or something, which I think that makes sense. I <laughs> think you can have an art aunt uncle aunt without children. Um, and they just yeah, have no idea. <laughs> but that's when her phone rings again, and she says, "Uh, say okay, have fun." And she looks at the looks at Zara and says, "Take very good care of them." And uh, as the minute in, she turns, walks, puts the phone up to her ear, and uh, walks through that hologram, and uh, says hello on the phone. <laughs> um, and I know. Lastly, I know there's been a lot of criticism of her role in the Lego Jurassic World game being a bit ditzy and clumsy and all that, but from what i was seeing on her, of her on screen now, it, it, there's some similarities there. <laughs> Maybe not to the extreme of the Lego Jurassic World game, but mm-hmm. she she hasn't painted herself in a good light so far. <laughs> no. Um, but then I suppose it points out too, the fact that before she was, we're going to find out next minute that she closed the deal with the uh, the, the VIPs for the um. Verizon, deal, so She is good at what she does, business wise. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. yeah, not so much. Not so much here. Um, uh, looking at the novel, um, we pretty much get the same dialogue about Zach's height. Um, but after after he says seven seven years, but close, um, Claire thinks to herself, "Ouch!" So she acknowledges the uh, <laughs> the attitude there, um, and uh, she hands a food envelope to. What uh, have I done here? Uh, Hands oh. the food envelope. So uh, um, she hands the food <laughs> okay. envelope to uh, to Zach. So a little bit different there. Um, as Claire is rambling on about the boys going to sleep at different times, she looks down at her phone. Um, at the same time in the film, uh, in the film it rings, but this time in the novel she's actually getting a text message which reads "Boss incoming" or "Boss coming." So in the, mm-hmm. in the movie she gets a phone call, but in the novel she's actually being told via text that uh, Mazrani's inbound, which would make sense so if that's something that's going to split them up here and um, not have a hang around with the boys any longer uh, the fact that Maserone's coming
0: and I think it kind of makes sense for them to do it the way they did in the movie just because it's interesting that um, I mean it kind of keeps the surprise you know it yeah. kind of keeps the surprise oh why is she leaving why is she doing this oh don't be like that and it's like oh she's, she's going to see her boss you know
1: mm. yep but uh, the end dialogue here is the same as well, but uh, as she walks away, she's not on her phone. So, again, she only got that text message that the boss is coming, and that's, um, that's what pulled away from the nephews and not the uh, ringing phone. But, uh, Dave, that's minute 11. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to uh, add before we get heavy for the day? I think we're good. All right, lovely.